Red with Jay Blessed is a transparent look into the life and mind of a Caribbean woman having human experiences. Get into my mind as I share my most vulnerable thoughts and honest experiences. I'll take you on a roller coaster of emotions as you get to know someone who might share similar experiences with you. Some might make you speechless, you'll definitely laugh. Others might make you angry and some might even make you cry. But my very real, very raw, very relatable weekly podcast will always keep you coming back for more. Join me as I talk to myself, talk to you, and even talk to some special friends in my head. (laughs) In my head is an introspective look from a voyeuristic point of view. For a list of all my social channels and how you can connect with me, please view this episode's summary. To join in on the conversation, use the hashtag HeadWithJB. That's H-E-A-D-W-I-T-H-J-B. And follow me on Instagram at RealJBlessed and Twitter at JBlessed. Let's get in on the conversation together. Don't forget to log on to my official website, JBlessed.com. A human experience from a Caribbean perspective. Episode 2, I Suffer With Depression. Do you? Hey fam, so I'm back again. I I think I'm getting kind of used to this. I I like this. I like this microphone. I like my engineer. We're doing some great things out here. We're about to save some lives, snatch some stones, snatch some edges too. (laughs) But we really want to... um, help people. And I really want to help people. And I know there's a calling on my life to share my story because I do believe that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. And I think a lot of times people shut down and they don't like to talk about the things that they struggle with. And so uh, you can always find some sort of nugget in every episode that might hold you down or take you through whatever you're going through. And this week's episode, I Suffer With Depression, Do You, is uh, something very close to me because I talk about depression a lot. And if you have not been on jbless.com, make sure you visit today. And if you're not following me on Instagram, make sure you do so. R-E-A-L-J-A-Y-B-L-E-S-S-E-D. I do a lot of lives and you really want to check them out. Very spontaneous. Um, And I talk a lot about mental health especially in the Caribbean and black community. That's something that's still stigmatized, and I'm trying to break that stigma. Um, And so normalizing depression by letting you know, yeah, me, Jay Bless, that girl that seems to have it all together, her look is all together. Shit, she, she looks like she got everything. Yeah, I'm depressed. And depression doesn't just look like sad and forlorn. Depression also looks like happy people and angry people and withdrawn people. So I've been struggling with depression for a couple of years now. And seven years ago, shout out to my girl Mel, who has a woman empowerment uh, event. I was a panelist on her first woman empowerment event and that was the first time seven years ago 
when I declared aloud to myself and to an audience that, hi, I'm Jay Blessed, and I suffer with depression. (laughs) And it's not something that you really want to share, but it was the truth. And so over the years, I've learned how to manage those feelings. I'm a big advocate for therapy, and we're going to talk a lot about that as we go through, you know, in my head. But this week, I want to share with you 12 ways I manage my depression. In my head. So I've been pretty transparent about my battle with depression and PTSD and sometimes anxiety. And, um, you know, as the season changes sometimes, you know, we have to cope with certain seasonal affective disorders and certain struggles, you know, and certain environmental things. Like in the holidays, for some people, it it affects them a little bit more than the summer. For some of us who live in cold regions, this annual change might trigger low feelings such as grogginess and gloominess and reclusiveness and hopelessness and for many, indescribable sadness. But thank God spring is here. Summer is almost here. Thank God. (laughs) Back in September of last year, I wrote something on my Instagram and I want to share with you. I said, let me tell you how depression works. You can be on top of the world last week, living your best life under the best conditions, only to return home and be triggered by the weather. Yes, the weather can also affect your mood and your productivity. Uneducated and insensitive people would say, just shake yourself off, not knowing how complicated and chemical mental health really is. You know, and so if you've ever suffered with sad seasonal affective disorder, which I talked about a lot, you will know that during the winter season when it's cold and when we don't have enough sunlight, how it affects our mood, our productivity, we're sluggish. And, you know, if you were born in the equator, you're from the islands, this shit bugs me. I don't want to live here no more. I'm ready to move to Florida. Take me away from here. <laughs> um, but these are some of the things that happen. And if you realize that during the winter time, uh, and in the end of the year that you start feeling really down and sluggish and you become reclusive, you know, I highly suggest that you see a therapist and talk about solutions, including medication, even certain vitamins that will help you lift your mood and give your body the boost it needs. And light therapy is also very helpful. There's nothing to be ashamed of. You know, do all you need to do to live your best and fullest and healthiest life. According to the National Institute of Mental Health, women are four times more likely to be diagnosed with seasonal affective disorder. And as a woman, I empathize with other women, but I don't want the guys to feel excluded, especially since they suffer silently. So I want to share with y'all, in no particular order, my 12 ways that I combat depression. Number one, therapy. My mental wellness regimen consists of talk therapy three to four times monthly. I have accountability partners and close friends, but it is necessary to have an independent person, a trained professional, to help me work through my past traumas, you know, and and listen to assistance and privacy of a therapist to help me unravel the mysteries and uncertainties and confusion in my head. 
has really been a life-changing experience. So if you've never tried it and you feel that you don't have a grasp of life, I absolutely advise you to try therapy. Number two, music. Bob Marley once said, one good thing about music, when it hits you, you feel no pain. <laughs> From classical to gospel, soca to jazz, R&B to trap, yep, 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 I find music reflective, uplifting, and healing. Music therapy has become an integral part of my daily peace, helping to calm my soul and always putting me in a zen frame of mind. Besides, the happiest music in the world is soca. <laughs> Number three, me time. I have reprogrammed myself to unplug and spend intentional time with myself. Me time is not just being alone, but doing things for myself, with myself. It, you know, whether it's going to the movies alone or buying myself some flowers or taking a bubble bath or taking a full mental day off from work, that shit is necessary. Or whether it's staying in bed all day to recharge, getting a massage, a mani-pedi, going for a walk in the neighborhood, chilling at the cafe, or just sitting in solitude. Spending time with myself is a necessary healing activity. Number four, family time. I carve out quality time for me and my child and the folks I call family. It is intentional and it's, it's a priority. They are the ones that feed my spirit and love on me. They uplift and encourage me. They hold me down. They cheer me on. They support me and they're there for me when I need to cry or I need assistance or I need someone to look out for my kid. So therefore, I make sure to fill my mental wellness bucket by keeping them around. Their good energy and laughter is healing medicine. Number five, meditation. Prayer and meditation are two different things. I am a praying woman, but this year I consciously added meditation to my wellness regimen, thus making a world of difference in my life. Meditating has provided me internal peace, relaxation, and heightened awareness. Research suggests that meditation has the potential for more than just temporary stress relief, whether it's transcendental, zen, mindfulness, or guided meditation. Try one. There's an app for that. And Google. And YouTube. YouTube that shit. Number six, reading. Reading feeds the soul and stimulates the mind. You can pick up a fantasy novel or get deep in the pages of sci-fi series or erotica. Oh, goddamn New York Times. I don't care. Reading, reading. These days in my world, I'm reading nonfiction and inspirational and professional development books. But reading is not only fundamental to learning, it's also a great stress reliever, and it helps with the improvement of memory, concentration, and analytical thinking. Number seven, writing. I write everything. I write daily to-do lists, daily notes on my phone, I journal, I write on my fridge, I write, on my, I write, I write everything. 
<laughs> I write everything. I enjoy writing personal notes and even sending cards and writing personal letters to loved ones. That's just me. I love it. it and it helps. Every day I'm writing, I'm writing something. Not only is writing therapeutic for me, it can also be quite cathartic, especially if you journal. I find that I express myself better when I put pen to paper or finger to screen. Number eight, cleaning. I am a West Indian woman, so all you already know my house clean. <laughs> when life's happening, though, things can get a bit cluttered, and I hate clutter. My daughter told me I, I must be a serial killer because every time I come back from vacation, I unpack everything the same day. She says, no normal person unpacks the same day, ma. Like, what's wrong with you? But I hate clutter and I hate mess, and messy corners and spaces make me feel heavy, you know? So cleaning my home and washing and folding clothes, even though I don't like folding clothes, I just like the washing part. <laughs> You know, and cooking are forms of therapy for me, and I love to cook, so make sure you check out my Instagram because I'm always posting my food. And after doing all the housework, smudging my home with sage or burning candles always uplifts my mood and lightens my energy. Number nine, running. Physical exercise in any form is a good way to combat depression and other mental stresses. According to helpguide.org, regular exercise can have a profoundly positive impact on depression, anxiety, ADHD, and more. It also relieves stress, improves memory, helps you sleep better, and boosts overall mood. It's scientific that chemical reactions in your body due to exercising produces healthy stimuli for your brain. Physical activity releases endorphins in the body and immediately boosts the brain's dopamine and serotonin levels and all the other shit I can't pronounce. <laughs> Number 10, talking to myself. Okay, so don't laugh, right? Like, this is some serious stuff. I, I, I talk to myself. <laughs> My mother used to say, as long as you don't answer yourself back, you be okay. <laughs> but speaking to myself is a form of therapy. Sometimes I objectively review my day or a situation by talking it over with myself. Oftentimes I look at myself in the mirror and remind myself of how beautiful, intelligent, how strong I am, and all the other positive things I know about myself. Who else can encourage me better than me? And who else can encourage you better than you? You've got to speak to yourself and over your life. Positive affirmations every single day. Number 11, traveling. Whatever you do, don't be stagnant. A rolling stone gathers no more. Be active and see the world. Whether it's visiting another state or another country, traveling awakens your soul and allows your creative, loving, and grateful energies to flow. I don't understand how there are some people that live in New York that ain't never been to the Bronx. That shit bothers me. <laughs> have you ever, have you ever gone on a solo trip? Like, no, really, have you ever gone on a trip by yourself? Do that shit. It forces you to get out of your comfort zone and depend on yourself and make new friends and have new experiences you probably would never have if you were with friends. Number 12. Oh, my favorite one. 
sex, y'all. <laughs> Baby Sham wants listed all the rebel. positive Says effects of vitamin so S. <laughs> Healthy sexual activity is an important factor in my life. I don't know about yours, but I know in my life that shit goes down. <laughs> Not in a DM. <laughs> Sex within the confines, though, of a loving, healthy, and responsible relationship can do magic and create a permanent mark on one's psyche. But be careful, though. Eh? It's real easy to use sex as a crutch to engage with someone you know is not good for your mental health. Don't do it. You know, you know there's that devil dick. <laughs> you know he not good for you, but you stay going back and then you cry every single time. Girl, dude, stop it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> don't do it, all right? Just don't do it. Acting impulsively to scratch your itch would do more damage than good when you go to someone just for sex and who you know is not good for your mental health. Trust me, I know. So if you don't have a partner that truly cares about your mind, body, and spirit, let me tell you what you could do, honey. Learn to masturbate! <laughs> I'm having so much fun doing it. <laughs> I think that was perfect the way it was while I was doing it. <laughs> it's the safest, most stress-free, fuckboy-free sex around. <laughs> I want to do that line all over again. <laughs> Morning meditation followed by masturbation is a deep, soul-loving experience. You should try it. <laughs> What's playing in my head? Uh... This week, I'm listening to Oprah and Deepak Chopra's guided meditation series titled Energy of Attraction, Manifesting Your Best Life. So check that out and listen to it. Guided meditations are always great. It really helps you to start your day. Prayer and meditation, two different things. Try it out. It helps with stress. And I want to encourage you to practice breathing. Breathing changes the chemical reactions in your body. So deep breaths in through your nose out through your mouth make sure you feel that tingle in your toes and do that deeply about 10 times yeah it really does work especially if you're in a stressful environment or in a particular situation that you want to go off the handle take some deep breaths it really works to know how you manage your stress, anxiety, or depression, so use the hashtag HeadWithJB, H-E-A-D-W-I-T-H-J-B, and share your thoughts with me. Make sure you download, subscribe, and share this podcast with your friends. It's been a pleasure sharing my thoughts with you. Thank you so much for listening to What's In My Head.